Hey everyone, this is your girl E. I am back with another podcast for you guys. Today I will be talking about the topic honoring your parents. Now I know that this topic either may resonate with some people and it may not, but you know, not every message is for everyone and I'm wise enough to understand that, but I do feel in my heart that this is one of the messages that God has put on my heart to give to you and to speak with you on. Now, this is not something that I have not done myself, right? You know, I still have my mom. She's living. You know, my father, he's deceased. Um, And, you know, so I still have, you know, a relationship with my mom. So when I talk about honoring, you know, uh, you know, your parents or your parent or who you have, you know, that was over you, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Um, And that's what today's topic is is going to cover. I'm going to hit on three things. The first one is going to be on a topic of forgiveness. The second is going to be boundaries with your parents. And uh, the third is going to be the different type of family dynamics that you can have uh, within your either immediate, your immediate household or just with certain family members that are tighter than others. And I, and I know everyone's family dynamics looks a little bit different, you know, based on history and, and, and things like that. But if you can kind of picture yourself in those roles and picture other people in those roles, I think that it would help you. So first things first, God says in his words that we are to honor our parents, right? It's not an option, right? It it was a commandment from God, right? Um, it was one of the things that God made sure that he hit on when he told us that not only are we to honor our parents, but we are to to learn from them, right? And like I said before, I understand that not every household is the same. Not every one of us has, you know, a silver spoon in our mouths or we're born with, um, uh, you know, a silver spoon or, you know, money or finances or things like that. And But it doesn't matter, you know, what your background is. Not everybody who has money always had a good life. So I'm hoping and praying that uh, this resonates with someone. God says that we are to honor our parents. The first topic I want to talk about is forgiveness, right? And I just want to say right now, like I said, I know everyone doesn't have the same childhood. But if you can just bear with me. And I know some people, you have deep hurt. You have deep-rooted pain. You have years and years and not and when I say years and years what comes to mind is you know people who are in a you know maybe in your 60s you may be in your 70s you may be in your 80s you know or you may be young but regardless pain is pain but one thing I do know is is that the longer you hold on to pain the harder it is to to not get rid of I don't want to say the word get rid of because you can't really get rid of pain you have to be healed from pain I want to say the longer you hold on to pain and the longer you hold on to hurt right the more it damages your soul and the more damage that is done to your soul it means the more work that God has to do so the quicker that you can choose to forgive will be the beginning of the healing process right so whatever it is that you have any disappointments that your parents may have, um, you know, help you, you know, see whatever disappointments you have in your, your parents, whatever hurt you have, whatever pain that you're holding on to. And I even want to bring up the, the topic of toxicity. You know, there are some parents who they're very toxic, you know, or they were very toxic, right? It doesn't matter. You can choose to forgive, right? You can choose to forgive, 
without feeling like you want to forgive because forgiveness is not based on a feeling. Forgiveness is based on an action, but it has to be a move from the Holy Spirit, right? And I'm not saying that you can't choose to forgive any moment of any day, but what I'm saying is is that when you choose to do so, when you choose to forgive, right, it only can be done through the power of the Holy Spirit, right? One has to be saved and accepted Jesus Christ as, as their Lord and Savior, right? Before they can forgive because the power of, of forgiveness, right, is the power of the Holy Spirit. And who has died for our sins? Jesus Christ. So when you forgive people, you working through Jesus Christ, you're working through the Holy Spirit. Forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a decision. It's a choice. It's an action, right? And I'll link the the scriptures on certain scriptures on forgiveness uh in a podcast and then on my my website right um i'm not saying your pain is not real right we all have gone through pain i've experienced certain things in my life and i know you've experienced certain things in your life right and i'm not here to tell you that um your pain is less than my pain or that my pain uh is less than your pain right what i'm saying is is that you may have pain, you may have hurt, you may have the memories, you know, um, but you can still make the choice to forgive. You can still make the choice to forgive. And, and I want I want to hit on that because I am praying that as I'm speaking, that the Holy Spirit is touching you, right? To open up your heart, to open up your mind, to forgive. Because I want to ask you this, what is holding on to unforgiveness going to do for you And what is it going to do for the relationship for your parents or your parent or the one that you have a grudge against? You know, and it may not be your parents. It could be that, you know, maybe your parents, you know, die in an accident or it's your, your, you know, your aunt had to raise you or your uncle had to raise you, right? I don't just necessarily mean your, your birth parents. I mean the people who God has placed in your life to raise you. The one who was responsible for your well-being, you going to school, you waking up in the morning, you getting dressed, you know, things like that, you know, taking you to summer camp, right? So that whoever was over you as a child and as a young adult, right? And I want to tell you also this, your process in your journey is going to be hard, right? Dealing with pain, dealing with unforgiveness is not easy. Your path is going to be hard, but I'm going to tell you one thing, it's going to be so worth it. When you choose to forgive, you may not feel like you're on cloud nine. Some people do experience it. I've I've experienced it in certain areas of forgiveness, but not every time I've forgiven someone and not every time have I forgiven myself that I felt like, you know, I just, you know, won a gold medal, right? Every feeling is different. And sometimes when you choose to forgive, you're not going to feel anything. And that's totally fine. But then there are other moments when I do believe that when when God really puts it on your heart to forgive someone, I really do feel like some of those moments you you experience a transformational moment. You experience a moment where you can sense God's angels watching over you. You can sense the power of the Holy Spirit just hovering over you. There's certain things that you can sense. And it's going to happen sometimes, but it's not going to be that way every time. And maybe you may be one of those people who you never experienced that, right? But those experiences 
does not constitute whether your forgiveness, you know, was real or not. God knows your heart. He knows if you meant it, right? So go ahead and forgive anyway. You know, don't sit there and be intimidated by the devil thinking, you know, well, I don't feel any different or, you know, um, I think I mean it, but I'm not sure, right? Even if you don't think you mean, you know, the, the words that you've spoken to say that you've forgiven someone, right? God knows your heart and God sees that you're trying. So when you go before the Lord, even if you don't think you mean it or even if you don't know what you're doing, ask God to show you in that moment what it is that you need to do. And when you truly are willing and able and God sees that you are willing and able, God will give you the peace, right? And sometimes he will give you that still small voice to let you know that you are on the right path because God is not the author of confusion. He's not going to leave you confused about who you choose to forgive, right? And then who you choose to love, right? And I'm going to say this little prayer um, that God had put it on my heart to write, right? And I want you to repeat this. The prayer is, is ask God to forgive the trauma in your life that you've experienced, that you have forgotten, right? Because the reason why God put this on my heart, right, is because when we are children, the way that God has created us, right, every child has a different way of dealing with trauma, right? And it's not always the greatest, right? The enemy wants to destroy God's children by attacking them in their childhood in hopes that they will become self-destructive to the point of suicide or slow death. I'm going to repeat that. The enemy wants to destroy God's children by attacking them in their childhood in hopes that they will become self-destructive to the point of suicide or slow death. So I want you to pray a similar prayer to that or one that is something like that. I want you to ask God to show you whatever trauma that you've experienced as a child. Now, this is regardless of, of whether it's from your parents or anyone, right? Because I do believe that even when you're forgiving your parents or you're forgiving you know, whoever was your guardians. It may open up other areas of unforgiveness that you may be holding on to. And God may be trying to show you through that act of forgiveness. Hey, you need to forgive this person also. Because, and this is something that God just put on my heart. Say, for instance, if you, you know, you were raped at seven years old, right? Male or female, because boys can be, you know, uh, done things too, right? Um, Say you were molested or raped or something bad happened with an adult in your family, right? And you told your parents and your parents ignored it and they, they said, you know, that didn't happen. They denied it and blah, 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 right? So as a child, how you've dealt with that trauma is, is maybe you pushed it aside and, and, you, and you pushed it so deep that you don't even remember right? The, the rape or the incident, but you remember that you, you hate your parents and you remember you hate them because they never took care of you, right? Now this can happen. So when you're trying to forgive your parents, God may open up your heart and say the reason, the real reason why you're holding on a, a grudge to your parents, right? 
is because you went to them at seven years old because this incident happened, but because you dealt with it uh, a certain way, because you dealt with this trauma in a certain way, you've forgotten that this incident ever happened, but you remembered the lesser of the evil, which is that you held on to unforgiveness from your parents. So you see how I'm saying how some some unforgiveness can open up the the can unlock a door to to other trauma areas and this is true because you know if you've ever studied psychology or if you've ever um seen a child psychologist try to help a child um uncover trauma and i am no way saying i am licensed in this area but you will see that some of them will ask certain questions and you're you're thinking to yourself well what does this question have to do with this area like to to you it may not even go together but a psychologist who's licensed who've been doing this for years they know that if a child answers a certain question a certain way even though it seems like it's in an off area it will let them know what type of trauma that they're dealing with what type of area that they need to go into further right so it's kind of like a, a puzzle a maze they know that if they open this door that it's going to unlock a few other doors right and and licensed psychologists are skilled at this right this is why god has put this on my heart to tell you to pray for whatever trauma that you don't even realize like just get on your knees and tell god whatever trauma that i've experienced as a child that i don't even recall happening bring it unto my remembrance because let me tell you something saints it is time for us it is time for you to get healed completely and any psychologist will tell you any doctor will also tell you that the trauma that you've experienced as a child a lot of times you will experience this though you will experience those same trauma as an adult right a psychologist a psychologist can give you the 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 textbook answer to it right but i'm gonna give you the spiritual answer right to that when we experience trauma when any type of evilness is done to us when any type of evilness is done to someone else right there's there's like a demonic spirit there's like a generational curse that follows that person and even as an adult you're thinking well how can this happen to me as a kid and again, as, as an adult, right, you have a demonic generational curse that is following you and you have to heal from that trauma. And I'm not saying that you, you have to be all Jesus and no, and no uh, therapy because I believe in Jesus and I believe in therapy. It goes hand in hand. There is a reason why God has put psychologists, he has put therapists on this earth and he has given them the wisdom and the tools and the years of experience, right? To help unlock certain things that need to be unlocked. And this doesn't mean that God is not all powerful through Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean that, right? But God wants us to be practical. Why? Because Jesus was practical. Jesus always gave a parable when he wanted to teach his disciples and the crowd about something that God wanted him to give them to understand. Why did Jesus always give a parable? Because everything that God gave Jesus, Jesus gave to us. And he said, but this is how I'm going to break it down. Jesus always broke everything down because he knew that this is the best way that he could explain it. 
That way we can comprehend because we as human beings, when we live in so much sin, when we live in the world so much and when our heart has been hardened, right? There are so many things that God does spiritually that it just goes right past our face. It, it just goes way past, way above our heads. Why? Because we're not as in tune with God as we were called to be. This is why some things we have to be, it has to be broken down, right? So pray that prayer and believe that Jesus and therapy goes together. Because in order for you to start honoring your parents, you have to start with forgiveness. Because you cannot, I mean, you can, you can do the acts and, and God knows your heart and he knows that you're trying. And I'm not saying that before this, before you forgave, that God isn't going to honor you for honoring your parents. But saints, it is time to forgive your parents and it is time to honor your parents and those who God had put over you, right? Now is the time to start cleaning up because God has better for you. But what I'm saying is, is that when you heal from the trauma, when you forgive, when you when you Decide to forgive so you can start the healing process to be healed and to be whole. You can better honor your parents because you can honor your parents in deeds and you can honor your parents in acts, right? But like Paul told um, the Ephesians or I think it was either in Ephesians or Galatians how, and I'll put the right scripture. I can't think of it right now. Paul said that you can, you can give to charity and it doesn't mean anything. He said you can feed the poor. And it doesn't mean nothing. He said, you can, you can feed your family. It doesn't mean nothing. He was like, the only act that matters out of charity, out of, out of giving, out of lending money is love. He said, love is above all. Why? Because you can, you can act a certain way. You can be a certain way. You can do a certain thing. And then your mind still is, is focused on evil. You could do a certain thing and then your heart is full of full of evilness and hate and, and venom, right? So so you can do the acts of honoring your parents, but God said the true way that you honor your parents is through forgiveness. I don't know who this is for, but some of you need to forgive your parents. And I'm going to even go as far as to say some of you need to forgive your siblings, Right, that's not a part of this message, but the Holy Spirit is putting this on my heart. Forgive your siblings for, for what they've done to you as a kid, right? And still forgive your parents for maybe you've brought those things to your parents' attention and maybe they they've ignored it. Forgive them anyway. Because God is saying that in this season, if you do not forgive your parents and if you do not forgive those who He has put over you. And you do not start working on the areas of trauma that you need to deal with. God said that if they, if he called your parents home and you did not forgive them, he said that there's probably going to be more pain that you're going to experience based off unforgiveness. Because now not only will you have to deal with unforgiveness, you're going to deal with regret. Because let me tell you something, when your parents or your parent or whoever is laying in that casket, and you, you're going to have the wake and then you're going to have the funeral. Guess what? It is too late. There is nothing that you can do. You cannot bring them back. You cannot, you cannot cry enough. You cannot pray hard enough. Forgive them now while they are still alive. This is the word of the Lord. 
He is saying to you, forgive them now while they are still alive. I don't care how much it hurts. I don't care how much pride you have. I don't care how much ego you have. God is saying this is the season. There are some of you that if you do not forgive your parents and he calls them home, there are going to also be certain generational curses that you are going to have a hard time if not not being able to deal with them because some of you need to get up out of these generational curses right now. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is to forgive your parents. Right? Because if, if you look at back, back at the history of your family, what happens? Your great-grandmother, your 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 uh your grandparents hated their their parents, which is your great grandparents, and you know your parents hated their parents, right? And and then there's there's this uh like this family rivalry. Some of you have a generational curse that you're operating in when it when you're not honoring your parents. God is saying some some of this stuff you need to break off. You need to break off your family because He doesn't want it to hit your children. He wants it to stop with you. And like I said, I don't know who this is for, but this is for somebody. Okay, now I'm going to move on to the next point. Your future you deserve the healing that you're going to go through now. Your future self deserves the healing process that you are going to go through now. When you get to who you're going to be, you're going to look back at this moment. and You're going to be like, thank God I chose to forgive. Thank God I chose to, to deal with the pain. And you may be used to the pain. You may be used to the numbness. And it may feel real because you've been living with this pain for so long. And you may be used to being so numb for all these years that you're thinking being numb and being and being uh, hardened is, is, is the only way I know how to be. But God is saying that there is another way. And forgiveness is going to lead you into the next area that I want to hit on, which is my second point, right? Is boundaries. Forgiveness goes right hand in hand with boundaries. You can honor your parents, but still, but still set clear and realistic boundaries, right? Boundaries is something that, that I think the enemy uses against us when it comes to family, because he knows that we we don't know what boundaries are when it comes to family. But we know when someone has crossed our boundaries because when they do something that's uncomfortable, that we don't like, that you don't like, you go, wait, hold up, wait a minute. I didn't like what the way you talked to me. You got to come correct, right? Or someone at the, the family barbecue uh, tries to discipline your child and you feel some type of way and you're like, you know what? I understand you're my aunt, but you're not going to talk to my child that way because I don't talk to my child that way. So so that's that's what happens when someone crosses your boundary. You have this feeling of, you know what? I'm not comfortable with that. Or let's sit down and discuss it and, and, and maybe I can get your point of view because maybe I'm a little bit too defensive and maybe it's not a boundary issue. Maybe it's a defensive issue or maybe it's an offensive issue, right? So sometimes you have different things. You have boundaries and you have being defensive. And sometimes you have to hash those out, right? Forgiveness goes hand in hand with boundaries. When you forgive, you may feel, right? You may feel uh, like um, kind of like a... a, a good sense of freedom you may feel like a good sense of um 
pureness. You may feel like when you've forgiven your parents, you feel like it's a fresh start, like it's the way to start over, right? And you may feel true peace. But what I'm going to tell you that is when you feel that way or when you feel like I've forgiven them and you don't, you may not feel that feeling of peace or joy, but you feel a sense of release, like a sense of that a burden has been lifted, right? Be careful because that feeling can lead into you not setting proper boundaries. And guess what? When you don't set proper, proper boundaries, you are going to get hurt again, depending on your family structure and how comfortable you guys are with one another, right? Set boundaries. Because I believe that when it comes to parents, when it comes to children, I feel like, and this is not every household, and I and I understand that, but I do feel like with family, boundaries needs to be set a little bit more because oftentimes we're too comfortable with family. We let our guards down and we and we don't draw the line and say, you know what, this is where I cut it off, Right? So say, for instance, if you're married and, you know, your mother is so used to, you know, her baby being her baby and she wants to give loving advice and she's asking, you know, how your marriage is doing and, and, you know, how's everything and, you know, you know, have you guys argued or, you know, what's this like? And depending on what you're comfortable with, you might not feel comfortable with divulging everything to your mother or you may not or your husband may not be comfortable with you divulging everything that happens between you two uh, with your mother over drinks or over lunch or over a meal because your marriage is sacred your marriage is your marriage you know or you may not want her meddling into your children's business which you know is her grandchildren and you just have to set certain boundaries when you have those issues that you feel like, you know what, maybe you shouldn't be all up in the Kool-Aid, you can still say it respectfully, right? You can say it respectfully and, and you can mean well, but you can also say, you know what, I, I feel like maybe we shouldn't be having this conversation. And it may feel uncomfortable at first and you may want to pull back because you don't want to hurt no one's feelings or you don't want to make them think that um, you don't want them to care. You can tell them that they can care. They just have to care from a different point of view. They just have to care from a, a different avenue, right? And it's okay to forgive, but boundaries is what's called holding people accountable for their actions, right? And boundaries not only protects you, it also protects the other person. And it is also a great accountability measure because a lot of times that does not happen in certain households. And certain household also deals with toxicity as a generational curse, right? It happens, right? But if you know how to recognize the boundary, right, you know how to set it. But you also will be able to know how to communicate those boundaries in a clear manner. And if you don't, you can always ask God, to, to give you wisdom on what to say. And you can ask God to give you the courage, right, on when to speak about certain issues that you're having, certain things that you need to be said, you know, or you may not like the way, you know, someone talks to you, or you may not like the way your father talks to you. And he may be looking at you like, well, you're my child. I can talk to you any old kind of way. You have to understand that even though he's your father, you're also a grown man. You're also a grown woman. You know, you're not eight years old. 
You don't need to be disciplined that way. So you may have to tell your father, you know what? I'm not eight years old. You're treating me like I'm a child. I'm an adult and I want to be treated as such. And it may be an area to where he has to grow himself because guess what? Maybe he was raised that way from his mother or his father and he's just repeating what has worked for him. Because a lot of times I think that Oh, the older generation has this mentality of, well, that's just the way it is. That's just how we were raised. And we, we have to get out of that toxic mindset of this is just how it is. Right? Because we can't always keep going with the, this is just how it is. This is just how it used to be. That's not going to cut it, right? There, there's different ways of doing things. There, there's different ways of raising your children. There's different ways of communicating you don't just have to keep repeating the same patterns right and i'm not going to get into all of you know the culture and things like that so i'm going to move along right setting boundaries goes hand in hand with forgiveness right the next topic i want to get into is family dynamics this also goes hand in hand with boundaries and forgiveness right so You've dealt with forgiveness. You've you've uh you've dealt with boundaries. You've you've dealt with trying to set unrealistic and realistic um expectations that you have to set for other people, right? So, how does family dynamics play, right, in boundaries and in forgiveness? You may have other siblings that don't want to honor your parent or parents. You may have certain relatives that they are the how would I say it? They are the instigator of every every toxic conversation that happens, right? And you may be thinking, how can I honor my parents? How can I honor those honor those who God has placed over me uh, growing up as a child? How can I do that with the family dynamics? Because let me tell you something. You may have certain things set up in your head, right? And you may be thinking, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm not going to gossip anymore. I'm not going to um, lie anymore, yada, 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 right? But as soon as you get around certain people, right, what happens? The pressure's on. You feel God tugging on your heart through the Holy Spirit to say, you know what? You should change in this area. And you say, you know what, God? I am going to change in this area, right? And then you're around those people who are used to the old you. What happens when you're around a family dynamic structure where they are used to the old you, while God is trying to tap on your heart to change. This is why when God is doing a work in us, he often does the work in the dark, but he also gets us from around those people who were used to your old way of living, your old way of thinking. Why? Because it's hard, right? Even if you're bold, even if you're courageous, even the most boldest person will tell you, as bold and courageous as they are, sometimes when they're around people who are used to them being a certain way, right, they, they cringe. They, they don't want to hurt people's feelings because it's different when you love people, when you cherish them, when you admire them. It's, it's hard to be your, your true newer self, right? This is why when, you know, you're married, you can't always hang around your single friends, Y'all can't just always go clubbing, right? Because you get around them and you, 
don't know, maybe get you married or something like that and you want to do certain things, that's it's not appropriate. But right, what happens if you're the only married guy in a group or the only married girl in a group and your single people got all these people coming up to them, what, you're going to be the, the only one out? You know what I'm saying? So you just got to be careful of your surroundings. Be careful of the family dynamics. So when God is moving you out of a situation, don't fight it. Don't try to go back because God is trying to grow you up enough to where you're strong enough to be okay with being around the same people who knew the old you. So that way, when you introduce the new you to the old crowd, you won't have no problem saying, you know what? I'm not going to keep gossiping about my parents. I may not have liked what they've done, but that's okay. Right? What happens when you are around you know, the family aunt who she knows everybody's business, but yet she's the one that don't talk to nobody. She don't come around, but somehow she knows people's business. She's like the FBI of the family. She got all the dirt and all the skinny. What happens when she wants to come to you and plant those seeds of darkness, right? And start gossiping about her sister, her brother, because that they're your parents, right? You have to say within that family dynamics, you're going to say, you know what? I understand you feel a certain way, and I understand that you think that you can trust me with this information, but if you have a problem with your sister, with your brother, with your cousin, then you need to go to them with that information. Because when you are honoring your parents, you have to honor them not only in words, but you have to honor them in deed and in what you do, right? Honoring your parents, you may be thinking, well, if I'm letting someone come to me and complain to me about my parents, what does that have to do with me? It has everything to do with you because you're letting someone bash your your mother, your father, and they're planting seeds in you as they're gossiping. You may not feel it, but it's seeds being rooted in you. And God says that you already went through the process of forgiveness. And now you're going through the process of being healed and you're, you're being healed in baby steps, right? And in little milestones. And God is saying he doesn't want those seeds planted in you because now he's going to have to uproot those newer seeds when he's still trying to dig out the older, older seeds that you still need to be healed from. Because if a person has to come to you and gossip to you about someone it means that they're not healed from that. Why do they still have to keep bringing up old stuff? Why do they have to still keep bringing up things that happened 10, 15, 12 years ago? They're not healed. So now they're bringing their junk to you and they, they're dumping it off on you. Why? Because you don't know how to set boundaries. You don't know how to set 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 a, a rule that says, you know what? Don't cross this path. And if they don't want to ever talk to you again, that's fine. Because you are working on a newer version of you and that's to honor your parents by not letting other people bash them. And it may very well be true. It doesn't matter. God said it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Honor your parents by pushing away the gossip, by turning away the people and saying, you know what? If you have a problem with them, you need to go to them with it and I don't want to hear it. That's how you honor your parents. Your family dynamics is tricky, especially when it comes to your siblings, you may be the baby or you may be the middle child. You may be the one who you're used to getting pushed around. Or you may not be the one that's, you know, used to getting pushed around. 
and you're used to another sibling getting special treatment. So you may not feel like you're the one that's being heard. But you know what? I promise you, if you if you obey God in this area of honoring your parents, God says that he will honor you. And it doesn't matter if your parents are perfect. You can pray for your parents or you can pray for your parent or whichever one you're offended with. They don't have to be perfect. They may even be in in, in their um their growing stages, right? And another thing that God uh, wanted me to to speak about before I get into how you're going to honor your parents is, is that when you do not honor your parents truly from the bottom of your heart and you have your own children, he said that it's going to be hard for your children to honor you because you are not honoring your parents. You will want your children to honor you because you're trying to do right by them. But when you don't honor your parents, you're operating in either a new generational curse that you're bringing upon your household or you're operating out of an old generational curse and it's still going to fall on your household. So everything that you do and say and everything that's in your heart towards your parents is going to reflect on your children, right? It is going to reflect, and God wanted me to tell you that, and I pray that you get it the way that I am delivering it. If not, pray about it, but if you want your children to honor you, honor your parents because it's a two-way street. You know, you can't disrespect your parents and, and, and hold on to unforgiveness, and then you turn around and you try to model a certain way for your children, and you want them to do the same thing. The patterns are going to repeat itself. Why? Because unforgiveness is the root of Satan. It is pride. It is ego. It is harboring memories from past events that God is saying, I need you to let go. I need you to let go and I need you to forgive, right? Okay, now getting into how do you honor your parents? What does honoring your parents look like, right? Regardless of them being perfect or not, right? Don't gossip about them, right? It's okay to get clarification from your siblings on certain issues and say, you know what? What do you think mom meant about that? Or, you know, I don't think dad, you know, explained himself too good on this, right? What do you think this means? Or do you think that she meant this or what? whatnot? So it's, it's difference between getting clarification versus gossiping and bashing, right? Another thing. Do not argue or trash talk your parents. Do not argue back with your parents, right? God said in his word that you are not to curse your parents out. Because when you curse your parents out, you bring a deeper curse upon your family. That's a whole nother topic, right? Honoring your parents means setting boundaries and communicating exactly what it is that you mean. Like I said before, you may not like the way your parents talk to you. Communicate with them and say, you know what, when you are this type of way or when you're upset about something else and you come and complain to me, I feel like you take your anger out on me and I think that it's not right, right? It's okay to communicate because when you don't communicate your feelings and when you don't communicate when someone's crossing your boundaries and when you don't communicate when someone's being disrespectful, you dishonor yourself as a person. And therefore, you're not honoring your parents because you are going to harbor harbor unforgiveness every time someone disrespects you or every time they disrespect you, right? Um, 
don't be spiteful to your parents. You know, don't don't try to get them back and get revenge. And, you know, some of you may be thinking, well, who would want to do that? Right. If you look at the news and you look at what's going on on in the world, you will see why I say don't be spiteful. You have kids out there who will murder their parents for a life insurance policy. You got kids out there nowadays who they will shoot their parents in the head because they didn't let them finish playing the Xbox game. And it's like three o'clock in the morning. Right. It happens. Trust me. Um, What else do I have here? Um, Honor your parents' requests. Right. When the request is reasonable and realistic and also pray about what it is that your parents request, because not every request is to be granted, because I do know that there are some parents out there um, who may want to take advantage of, you know, their children. You know, maybe you have a lot of money. Maybe you have a lucrative contract that you just signed a multimillion dollar deal or maybe, you know, you are the CEO of your company. And, you know, your parents, you feel like your parents are using you. You can set boundaries in how much you give them. Because I do believe that when parents are older, I do believe that we are to take care of our parents. I don't I don't really believe in hospice care. I'm not judging anyone who does, you know, believe in that. It may work for you. That That's something that God may have put on your heart to do. Because like I said, there are some people's parents who I understand your parents are toxic. And it takes a a long time for them to get healed because they have so much stuff going on. And and you really can't be around them because being around them is going to hurt you constantly. And you're you're trying not to relive that trauma, right, from your childhood. So a hospice care or putting them in a home may be something that that God may want you to do, right? Just pray about it. Every, Every household is different. Pray about it and pray about honoring their requests. Right. And also, how do you, how else do you honor your parents? Pray and ask God, how does he want you to honor your parents and how does he want you or your siblings to meet your parents needs? Because parents have needs too, even when they get older. Right. It's just not that they can always take care of themselves. Right. And, and um, yeah, my last point that I wanted to mention is that, you know, you may have, like I said before, you may have toxic parents, but still, you can still set healthy boundaries and you can still love them, but you can love them from a healthy distance until God says otherwise or until you see that they are trying really, really hard to get healed in and through Jesus Christ because that's the only way that any of us is going to get healed, right? Is in and through Jesus Christ. When you really see that your prayers and, and their their due diligence is working, right? Because they, they're thinking to themselves, you know what? How I've been living isn't working. I need to do better, right? This is how you honor your parents. And this list that I mentioned is not all inclusive. There may be other things that God has put in your heart as to how you honor your parents. He may want you to buy them a house. He may want you to buy them a car. You know, he may want you to um, pay for all their medical expenses, you know, if, if they have, you know, and whatnot. So it, it, it just all depends. Figure out a way of how God wants you to honor your parents. Because let me tell you something. God has put this on my heart. Forgive your parents. And I'm going to close out in prayer. Father God, I pray that anyone who's listened to this podcast will take heed 
to not my voice, but the prompting of the Holy Spirit, because it is not me, Father, it is you. I pray that they take heed to the prompting prompting of the Holy Spirit and that they forgive their parents and those who you have put over them as a child. And I pray that they open their hearts up to you, Lord, and that they seek you in all trauma areas that they know of and that they do not know of, Father. And I ask that you reveal to them all that they know but may have forgotten. And I ask that you reveal to them all of the trauma that they didn't even know that they knew that needs to be revealed, Father, because I believe that this is a season of healing, Father. I believe that this is a season that you are calling them to be healed in their relationship with their parents. And I'm not going to say, you know, I don't know why and I really don't. But, Father, I know that this is your season. This is your will. This is your time. I pray that they can forgive And that this is the beginning of their healing process, Father, because I am wise enough to know and to speak that forgiveness is the key to unlocking the door to the healing process in your life. You cannot get healed and hold on to unforgiveness. It does not work that way. I am praying that they go go through this process to get hold and to get healed and to come out better. And that they honor their parents how you desire them to honor their parents. And that they put away all malice so that way their children can respect them. And that their children can respect their household. And that their children can honor them. And their grandchildren can honor them and so on and so forth, Father. And I pray. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.